has reached epidemic proportions in America. I'm Dr. Paul Christo. This is Aches and Gains. Dr. Paul Christo is one of America's leading experts on relieving pain. He's board-certified, Harvard-trained, and a pain medicine specialist at Johns Hopkins. U.S. News & World Report ranks him as a top doctor and among the top 1% in the nation for pain management. Becker's Review selected him as one of the 70 best pain management physicians in America. He's listed as a super doctor for the Washington, D.C., Baltimore, Northern Virginia area. Aches and Gains is a weekly talk show covering all aspects of pain and pain relief. The human impact is real. Older adults, children, and even infants struggle to cope with pain. But there's hope, and there are treatments that can ease pain and suffering. The show offers compelling stories about people who've found relief. We share cutting-edge treatments from contributing experts, and we offer ways to help people cope with their pain. Welcome to the show. Lou Hulse is one of the most successful college football coaches of all time. As a matter of fact, he's the only college football coach to lead six different teams to bowl games and Notre Dame to the national championship. He played football himself as a linebacker for Kent State until an injury ended his career. Coach Holtz has not only seen injury and pain on the football field, but has experienced and overcome pain himself. He also supported his wife in a caregiving role during her bout with the pain of throat cancer. Coach Holtz has endured low back pain and neck pain, and both were tough to bear. In fact, the neck pain alone laid him up for five and a half months. But successful treatments and an unrelenting positive attitude got him through it. He's here to share with us just how he moved beyond the pain and how we can too. Aches and Gains is supported by Nevro, St. Jude Medical, Bioness, Boston Scientific, and Nuvectra. For cutting-edge treatments and ways to manage pain, please sign up for weekly emails at paulchristomd.com. Coach Holtz is a sports analyst, motivational speaker, and New York Times best-selling author. Coach, welcome to Aches and Gains. Well, thank you, Dr. Christo. Before we begin, tell us how you've been and what you've been doing. Oh, good Lord knows I've been everywhere except to bed. I've spoken to everybody except my wife. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you get, you get older. Uh, in the last several years, I've had two back surgeries. Two neck surgeries. I got tennis elbow. I got bad back. Wow. Uh, but mainly, uh, my wife is uh, fighting cystic fibrosis right now. She's been taking um, antibiotics intravenously twice a day for a half hour, but that will end here very, very shortly, and we're hopeful that everything will have a happy ending. Me too. You're a sought-after motivational speaker. What makes your message so compelling? I think it's simple and it works. I think we complicate life, doctor. Mm-hmm. I've tried to keep things simple. I wasn't a very, very good student in high school, etc. But I, I think that there are 422,000 words approximately in the English language. And I don't think any word's more important than choice. Wherever we are, good or bad, are because of choices you make. Uh, you choose to do drugs, drop out of school, join a gang, uh, get tattoos all over. You're probably choosing that difficulty in life, and please don't blame other people for it. You made a choice to go to medical school. You chose to study. Uh, I chose to play sports and goof off. Uh, you chose to spend a lot of time in medical school and then in residency, and uh, consequently, your outcome in life should be better than mine because you made better choices than I did. Mm-hmm. So for you, the message is choice and the importance of that. 
You mentioned earlier that you had low back pain and neck pain. Let's talk about the low back pain. Tell us about that experience. What happened uh, probably six years ago, I was driving down the Florida Turnpike at 4 o'clock Friday afternoon in the right-hand lane, not driving particularly fast, 70 miles an hour. The guy in front of me exited, and I continued in the right-hand lane. He changed his mind and hit me, spun me into a wall, demolished the car uh, Hurt my back, but I also lost feeling in my uh, right hand and right arm and right leg. So I had to have uh, surgery done on the back of my neck. And that was about a five-month recovery, one of the more painful things I've had. So from that time on is when most of my difficulties with the spinal column uh, started and uh, hasn't hasn't gotten a whole lot better, although the laser spine surgery enables me to lead a normal life, play golf, etc. But, you know, some days you have good days, some days bad days, but I'm very happy I had it done. Mm -hmm. Good. Now, you mentioned laser spine surgery. Why did you have that done? I had a herniated disc. In addition to that, there's not as much separation uh, between... uh, vertebrae or lumbars, whatever it is, uh, they try to explain it to me. But I tell you what's really amazing, doctor, is when you have things done with your neck or your back, for example, uh, I've never had heart, lung, kidney. I mean, uh, those functions, even though I'm quite old, are very, very good. But when you start looking at the back and all the different things in the mm-hmm. canal, and uh, there's no way there's that an individual happened by chance. Mm-hmm. It's far too complicated. It is complicated. Uh, Coach, you mentioned earlier that you had right hand and arm numbness. What did you eventually do about that? I, I didn't go to the hospital. I, I seemed to be okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but about two days later, it, I couldn't button my uh, shirt because I couldn't feel the opening in the button, you know, to push the button through. Mm -hmm. That's where it started. It got increasingly worse. And I went to the Mayo Clinic and uh, they diagnosed uh, that they had to go through the back of the neck. Now, you being a doctor and I've had surgery in the front, that is not major. I want to tell you, though, when they go through the back and they cut all the various muscles and everything else. And to this day, on occasion, I will still get muscle spasms where I have trouble holding up my neck. But overall, I, I'm 80 years of age. My birthday candles trust more than cake. So <laughs> uh, my mind is still sharp, and uh, I, I guess I'm really blessed. Sounds like it to me. Now, did you have laser surgery on your low back and neck? No, just uh, for the back. I had uh, major surgery in, uh, on the neck uh, at the Mayo Clinic, both front and back. Okay. A lot of patients that I see who have chronic pain feel like pain completely disrupts their lives. How did it affect yours? Oh, I, I want to tell you, the neck is the surgery created the pain. I mean, I haven't been in that much pain. Mm. I refuse to take morphine or anything like that that did in the pain. Mm-hmm. But I want to tell you, it just it was excruciating. Oh, for you know, a couple months, I would say, and. Uh, I couldn't play golf. I couldn't do anything. I was laid up for five and a half months uh, with the recovery time on it before I was able to function without pain, although the neck spasms bothered me greatly. That sounds really tough. And, Coach, how did you get through it? You know, I I grew up in the Depression. My dad had gone to third grade. We were very poor. There was no welfare, food stamps, safety net, or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And so you, you learned that. 
handle pain by taking a Excedrin if you had it. But, uh, <laughs> you know, when they... You when they I consented to do this interview, I thought, what in the world could I possibly add to this interview? Because I don't know how to handle pain other than the fact to try to think about something positively and then come to the realization that whatever will end is bearable. Mm-hmm. If something won't end, then that doesn't give you much hope. But you just think, well, eventually get back. Well, that's true. And I think if you have a chronic condition like pain, Hope is sometimes difficult because it seems like it will never end. Fortunately, today we do have effective treatments that can really make a difference in the lives of those who have chronic pain. Well, I I think that we have made such amazing progress on uh, on medicine. You know, Mm -hmm. my wife was diagnosed with uh, squamous cell carcinoma, cancer of the throat, 19 years ago, stage four, gave mm. her 10% chance to live. Her weight went from 129 to 89. Wow. But she had 13 hours of surgery, 83 radiation treatments. And, you know, 19 years later, she's still with me. However, mm-hmm. the radiation destroyed everything in the throat, the, uh, the teeth, the uh, uh, saliva glands, the taste buds, etc. Yeah. And today, they have the Protron. Now, when they give you... Uh, radiation today, they can pinpoint that to the hundredth of an inch. Mm-hmm. Whereas in, in 20 years ago, well, let's just put it on the neck and see what happens. You're right. I mean, the advances are phenomenal. Uh, Coach, what kind of pain did your wife have from the throat cancer? Well, it, after she experienced a great deal of pain, particularly uh, from the surgery and the radiation. Uh, mm-hmm. But I tell you what, my wife is unbelievable. She she doesn't complain. She can bear pain. I can't. I, I'm completely opposite. For example, uh, in the next day or so, we will end up uh, the two weeks of infusion of antibiotics through a vein, uh, an IV in her arm, which she's had for a couple of weeks. She never complains the whole time. I, I she, She's amazing. I think women have a higher threshold of pain than men do because I scream and holler and ouch. And if I, I'm one of these people, when I'm miserable, I want everybody else around me to be as miserable as I am. That's my goal. Whereas she is just the opposite. She doesn't want to disrupt anybody or affect anybody's attitude negatively. Well, she certainly sounds very, very very stoic. We've got to take a break, but up next, we'll ask Coach Hulse how he dealt with seeing his wife in pain. I'm Dr. Paul Christo, and you're listening to Aches and Gains. Aches and Gains is supported by Bioness, a leading provider of solution-driven medical devices and rehabilitation technologies that provide functional and therapeutic benefits for individuals affected by pain and central nervous system disorders. Nevro, the global leader in evidence-based and drug-free chronic pain technologies. We are here to help patients get back their independence. Welcome back to the show. We're here with Coach Lou Holse, one of the most successful college football coaches of all time. Coach, we were talking about your wife's throat cancer, and I wonder how you dealt with seeing her in pain. You see them in pain and you can't do a single thing to help them. And we've been married 56 years now, and mm-hmm. she my best friend by far mm-hmm. uh, and you just wish that you could do something to, to help them but the only thing you can do is encourage them and let them know you'll be there for them and do everything you could and try to make your life as enjoyable as they can. I agree I think being present is all important 
I know you're a motivational speaker and discuss the value of attitude in our lives. How did your wife use her own attitude to get her through her own condition? What her attitude is, let's say she's having tremendous pain. Not to complain about it, not to moan about it, not to go get a prescription, but say, God lead me to where I need to go to relieve some of this pain. And that's how she got into alternative medicine, predominantly herbs and things like that. Mm-hmm. And the other thing, we all have pain from time to time. Uh, and how you handle pain and how you do it mentally, et cetera. Uh, that's why I was interested in doing this because I never thought about before how do you help somebody be able to handle the pain? I mm-hmm. just holler and bitch and moan and make everybody miserable. That's how I handled it. <laughs> well, Coach, today, how do you handle the pain that you have in your neck and your back? I get muscle spasms in the neck where I have trouble holding my neck up. And mm-hmm. uh, I have a prescription I will take uh, for it on occasion. Uh, if it gets real bad, I have that neck brace foam, you know, the the soft neck brace. I, I will put it on for an hour or so, and that will relieve it. And, and back pain, I, I, I will go to an acupuncture uh, sometimes to, to relieve the pain, which is very, very helpful. Now, you have sciatica, too. It used to bother me down the leg. On occasion, like yesterday, it doesn't shoot down the leg. But it felt like I had hamstring problems. Mm-hmm. And then I just sort of backed off a little bit. Right. But how bad did it get? I couldn't walk and play golf. It was really painful. And uh, the, the doctor cured that. I mean, completely. I mean, just after a couple of visits. And, uh, and I haven't had a sciatic pain in years now. But I want to tell you, sciatic pain is very, very painful. Yes, it is. But I'm glad yours is resolved. Now, did the acupuncture help quite a bit for the shooting leg pain or your sciatica? Oh, absolutely. Okay. What do you tell the athletes about pain and injury? You know, the trainer and you have to distinguish between pain and injury. Uh, If you have an injury, there's no way in this world we want you playing. Now, if it's pain and you can't damage it anymore, for example, let's say it's a bruise. That, that's pain, but that's not really an injury. You have to decide how much pain you can play with. Some players are trying to hide injuries. Other players are trying to exploit injuries. I mean, I guess that's human nature. But as you get older, pain becomes a part of your life. Well, it doesn't have to define you, though. And there are treatments that can ease pain and suffering. When you coached football at Notre Dame and other colleges, what role did you have as their coach to protect the players from injuries? Well, I I think, number one, that uh, injuries can be prevented to a certain extent, Doc. You aren't going to play football if you ever lower your head. You aren't going to use your head as a battering ram. When I played, we didn't have face masks on the helmet, and consequently, nobody used their helmet Mm -hmm. as a weapon. Number two, you don't do things foolishly you don't just scrimmage unless you have a purpose most injuries occur because a player falls on the top of another player you have two offensive linemen Mm -hmm. one's very good fundamentally he's got a football base he's in great position the other one's not a very good player and he doesn't have a base and he loses balance he falls on the knee of the player who's standing in an awkward position Mm -hmm. and consequently all of a sudden you have a knee injury but most of the time, uh, there'll be freak accidents that'll happen. A guy will make a cut and 
his knee will give away or something along that line. But for the most part, good fundamentals will usually prevent injuries. How do you feel football coaches view pain? I mean, do they feel like the players should just grin and bear it, or do they take it seriously? Oh, no. I, I tell you what. When a player comes to play for you, doctor, the parents are entrusting you to be their parent for the next four years to help them grow, develop, and make good choices. Mm -hmm. And I am not going to fool with his future health by making that decision. I'm not qualified to do that. Mm -hmm. That's why you have a trainer, and that's why you have a team physician and a variety of doctors to make those choices. They're going to tell me who can play and uh, who wants to play and who can't play and who shouldn't play. And that, that's what I'm going to do. I mean, mm -hmm. you find out that two good players aren't going to be able to play because the trainers and the doctors say so, and I never question. But that's okay. I am a good football coach. I'll figure this sucker out, and I'll move somebody around, and we'll get things done. Nobody's invaluable to, to a team or to an organization. We're a team, and right. together everyone achieves more. That's just how I approach it. I've never made those decisions. Do players hide their pain? We'll find out after the break. I'm Dr. Paul Christo, and you're listening to Aches and Gains. Aches and Gains is supported by Boston Scientific, a leader in microelectric implantable technologies used to treat chronic neuropathic pain. Be sure to look for the exclusive release of Dr. Paul Christo's new book, Aches and Gains. You'll get cutting-edge information on understanding pain, traditional and innovative treatments, and an exciting array of integrative therapies. You'll also get personal accounts of celebrities in their battle to overcome pain. Get your copy on Amazon this fall. Remember, no one is immune to pain, but together we can overcome it. To access podcasts of the show, please go to paulchristomd.com. That's paulchristomd.com. Welcome back. Coach, I had Joe Montana on the show that we did on knee pain, and it got me thinking, you know, are football players afraid of revealing their pain to coaches because it might be a sign of weakness, or could pain lead to the loss of their job? Some people are always injured. Other players, no matter what you do, they aren't going to get injured. I mean, you look at some players will play in the NFL for 10 years mm -hmm. and never miss a game, and somebody else is always injured. The only time I ever really uh, addressed the players on their attitude was on heat. I never had a problem, doctor, in my entire coaching career with a player overcome by heat or being in serious condition mm -hmm. because of how I approached it. Okay. I told them very early, you are responsible for your health and safety. It's hot. It's in South Carolina. It's going to be 108 degrees. Mm. Now, you get all the water you want. Anybody's injured will have a water bottle. There will always be access to water. The only time I don't want you to drink water is in the huddle. Until we get in the huddle, you get all the water. And let me tell you something else. You know when you don't feel good. You know when you're starting to get nauseated, when you're starting to get lightheaded. That is when you go to the trainer. You don't need permission from anybody. You go to the trainer. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, you aren't going to impress me by passing out. All you're going to prove to me is how dumb you are. <laughs> and I don't have time to go to the hospital and hold your hand. That's up to you. And let me tell you one other thing. Mm -hmm. 
I only give mouth-to-mouth resuscitation on women over 21 and under 30, and you don't qualify, so you're on your own if you have heat problems. <laughs> I never had a problem. I just understood it. <laughs> I bet not. Coach, are college football players allowed to take opioids for pain control? I, uh, I would uh, be very much against that, but once again, uh, anything that had to do with pain, uh, was up to the traders and the doctors to be able to handle that. They, they were on their team. When they're dismissed from their team, they can come to my team. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I, I did say this with a player. If you get injured in a game and you're laying on the ground, I want you to make every effort to get up and come to the sideline on your own. Uh, and I did that for two reasons, because as you know, you get a pain and you say, oh, oh, this is bad. And you lay there on the ground and here comes all the doctors and everybody else. Now you got, it feels better, mm-hmm. but you can't come back because now they say you were faking it. See? Mm-hmm. So I say you get up and you come to silent. If you can't, we'll come out and we'll take you to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Coach, you said... It's not the load that breaks you down. It's the way you carry it. How do you feel that those in pain can improve the way they carry their load? I think the attitude. The attitude, believing that I'm going to get better. Also, uh, an individual that's injured, uh, sometimes, you know, they're in the trading room all the time. Uh, They'll do whatever they have to do. One of the things that, you know, if we want to be a great football team, you want to be a great player. Mm-hmm. You have to answer this question is uh, uh, what sacrifice am I willing to make? Are you willing to sit in a nice tub, which can be quite painful? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to go get therapy or anything else you need uh, before classes and after practice, everything else? It's just it, people that really and truly the attitude, I want to get better and I'm going to do everything I possibly can to get better. I'm not going to expose myself to foolish risk of injury during the course of a game by doing stupid things. Yeah, I agree. I think the attitude, the belief that things can get better, and the courage to make them better is all important. What are your plans for the future? I'm trying to retire, but uh, I, I do accept radio because I can do it from my home, mm-hmm. and it causes me to still have to use my mind. Yeah. Uh, for 10 years, I traveled to Bristol, Connecticut for four nights and that, that's just that wasn't fair to my family etc and you get tired doing that mm-hmm. uh, so uh, but I do enjoy doing uh, the I do two shows and a plus and golf show I do a show on Friday about what's going to happen and a show on Sunday morning about what did happen good for you and before we close for those who have pain and just feel like there's no end in sight what words of encouragement do you have for them uh I just say for the attitude you have, and God didn't you know, put anything in your way. They, they, they give you the courage to handle it. Anything is going to end. Now, if you say this is never going to end, they have to come up with some way, medication, et cetera, to make the pain bearable. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a difference between excruciating pain. I, I remember when I hurt my knee and uh, it came out and got locked, and they tried to put it in traction. I'm in the hospital, and, and it went come out and I'm screaming and hollering 
finally they had to do surgery on it because the pain was just so bad that I mm-hmm. ruined everybody else's attitude in the hospital. But as I said, that that's just my attitude. If I'm miserable, I want everybody else to be miserable. And that's not the right way. Adopt my wife's philosophy, not Lou Holtz's. And her philosophy is to think positively not complain, have a faith in yourself and in God to lead you on a path of wellness and pain relief. Coach Lou Hulse, it was such a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Doctor. And thank you for listening. I'm Dr. Paul Christo, and you're listening to Aches and Gains. The views and opinions expressed in this radio program are solely the views of Dr. Paul Christo and do not necessarily express the views of this radio station and Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine, nor an endorsement by any or all of them of any of its content. This show provides medical information, not advice. Please consult your personal physician before engaging in any course of treatment or use of any of the techniques or products discussed on this show. Discussion of particular uses of products on this show have not been approved by any of the manufacturers of such products. To access podcasts of the show, please go to paulchristomd.com. That's paulchristomd.com. Aches and Gains is produced by Ty Ford. Elsa Langford is the technical consultant and engineer. Dr. Paul Christo is the executive producer. Thanks for listening. This is Aches and Gains with Dr. Paul Christo.